Hello, queen. You have a story to tell, and I want to help you tell it. Why? Because you matter. You are enough. You are loved, and you are worth it. I'm Tonya, best-selling author, coach, speaker, and realtor. We are all born, and ultimately, we will all eventually expire. And those are two dates that we have no control over. But that dash in the middle is ours to own. Up until a certain point in our lives, most of our story is written for us and colored by our experiences, the opinion of others, and our viewpoint of ourselves, or lack thereof. But when we get a glimpse of who God actually created us to be, we no longer settle for less than his best for us. We don't just go through the motions or casually spend our time. Life becomes more intentional, focused, and we show up fully present, unapologetically and authentically as ourselves. We start to write our own story from that point forward, positively impacting those around us and ensuring that we make our dash of life count. The journey of you is just that. It's your journey to purpose and how you are making your dash of life account. Being equipped to know who you are in Christ, empowered to embrace just being you, and encouraged to know that God's got you and you can walk in the plans he has for you. Here's your host, Tonya D. Bennis. Good morning, Journey of You community. How's everybody doing today? I know that we've just come off of the heels of Thanksgiving, and one thing I wanted to talk about today is unforgiveness. Just because I feel like it's something that we don't really talk about. Um, Sometimes things happen where you're either hurt or you go through some type of trauma or betrayal and you just kind of sweep it in the rug or under the rug um, or you suppress it and pack it in. And you don't realize that over time it starts to eat away with eat away at you and really affects you, not the person that hurt you or upset you or did you wrong, mistreated you, whatever. They've gone on with their lives. They might not even remember what they did that made you so upset, but you're still holding on to it. And so now in the present day, you're still being affected and you're not able to move forward or be fruitful or get to where God's trying to take you because you're stuck in that unforgiveness. And so I want to talk about how finding understanding really helps you to release that unforgiveness so that you're able to move forward. Um, So first, I want to tell you a couple of scriptures about what unforgiveness does if you don't let it go. Ephesians 4, 26 through 27. Be angry, yet do not sin. Do not let the sun set while you are still angry, and do not give the devil an opportunity to work. I really want you to hone in on that last part. Do not give the devil an opportunity to work. If you're harboring unforgiveness, that allows the enemy to come in. Because now you're either thinking of ways that you can get revenge on that person or you're finding ways that you are you can be mean or rude or mistreat them the same way that they mistreated you. But God said vengeance is mine. And so it's not up to you to try to get revenge or to make them do better or to make them feel the same hurt that they caused you. You've got to be able to let that go so that it doesn't turn into even physical sickness in your body. Um, and illnesses that you're dealing with because you're harboring that unforgiveness. You want to make sure that you let that go. 2 Corinthians 2, 10 through 11. When you forgive someone, I do too. Indeed, what I have forgiven, if there was anything to forgive, I did in the presence of the Messiah for your benefit, so that we may not be outsmarted by Satan. After all, we are not unaware of his intentions. Hebrews 10, 30. For we know the one who said, I will take revenge, I will pay them back. He also said the Lord will judge his own people. 
Romans 12:19. Don't take revenge, dear friends. Instead, let God's anger take care of it. After all, Scripture says, I have alone the right to take revenge. I will pay back, says the Lord. Hebrews 12:15. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, and that no bitter root grows up and causes you trouble, or many of you will become defiled. Ephesians 4:31. Get rid of your bitterness hot tempers, anger, loud quarreling, cursing, and hatred. It's very important that you let that go. Because when you don't have, when you're holding on to unforgiveness, even your prayers go unanswered. John 9 31 tells us that we know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but if anyone is devout and does his will, God listens to him. You cannot hold on to unforgiveness because you don't want your prayers to be hindered. So if you find that you've been praying and you, it feels like you're not getting answers to your prayer, go back and check to make sure that you aren't harboring something against someone else so that it doesn't end up keeping you from getting what you're asking for. Um, Matthew 5, 23 through 24. So if you're about to offer your gift to God at the altar and there you remember that your brother has something against you, Leave your gift there in front of the altar. Go at once and make peace with your brother and then come back and offer your gift to God. You got to make sure your heart's right because God looks at our heart. People can say anything they want to with their words. People often do, but God looks at your heart and your words and your heart have got to line up. So you can't say, you know, God, I'm, I'm doing everything right. I need you A, B, and C. God knows better than anybody else. You cannot lie to him and you can't fake it. He knows if you're harboring something in your heart. And so that's why I talk about the understanding portion of it. When you find understanding, like let me give you some examples. Like let's say a person in your life has abused you. Um, let's say sexually. And you have so much anger and hurt and rage and bitterness because of it. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But you maybe go to counseling and you discover through counseling that that particular person also experienced sexual abuse when they were young and it was something that tormented them. And so they then became the abuser themselves when they got older and took it out on you. Not that it makes it right by any means. I'm not saying that at all, but it allows you to have more understanding of like, okay, now it makes sense. That's how they were programmed. That's what they knew. So they turned around and did the same thing. It doesn't make what they did any better or hurt any less, but it allows you to have understanding of where you're like, okay, now you can connect the dots. It's, it kind of gives you some answers, so to speak, and kind of gives you perspective of like, what was the root cause? Like, why did they think that was okay? Why did they think that was the way to handle it or the way that they should do things? It helps you to understand that um, because hurt people hurt people. And so understanding where their hurt stemmed from or what they experienced, whether it was in childhood um, or since they've been an adult or just different things that they've experienced that make them who they are and make them respond or react in certain ways that they do. It just helps you to see them as a person. I want to say that's what the understanding brings about um, because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rulers of darkness. The enemy is constantly roaming about seeking whom he may devour. The enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. Every day that we wake up, that is his mission. 
before we've even woken up, he's already been trying to think of things that he can do to get our focus off, to get us distracted, and to keep telling us lies over and over again that we just play on repeat in our head. And so when you're repeating those situations and circumstances in your head constantly and reliving it over and over again present day, whether it happened yesterday or it happened 10 years ago, 30 years ago, every time you're replaying it and still feeling all those same things, it's holding you in bondage. That is a stronghold. And that's where the enemy wants you to stay. Because as long as he can keep you repeating his lies in your head and keeping your focus off of Jesus and who he called you to be, the easier it is for him to not have to worry about you. He doesn't have to worry that you're going to be interceding for someone else or praying against the fiery darts that he's sending. He doesn't have to worry about you fulfilling what God called you here to do because your focus is on what someone did to you and what you went through and the unforgiveness that you're holding in your heart. So he's going to try to keep your focus on that at all times. That is where the understanding comes in to help. One, understanding what it woke up in you and why that became a trigger for you or what, like let's say if it was a relationship that you were attracted to a certain type of person, what in them attracted you? Was it they made you feel accepted and you've dealt with abandonment and so you know, this person made you feel like you would never be abandoned or they accepted you? Is it the need for validation and approval? This person was constantly giving you accolades and telling you how amazing you are and that fed to that spirit of you needing that validation because you hadn't yet learned who you are in Christ and knowing that his approval is the only one that you need. Was it that they expressed love to you, love of what you thought was love because maybe that was something you didn't get from other people that you thought you were going to get it from. And so you went searching for it. And what looked like love to you is what they gave to get you trapped and pulled in. And then you didn't know how to get out from there because you were afraid that you wouldn't find it again. Or you didn't know what it would look like elsewhere. So you figure you just settle for it here. Those are the things that I'm talking about. Where the enemy finds those ways to come in and attach to the areas of where you're searching. You're searching for something. You've got voids you need to fill. You've got places that are hurt that you need healed. And all of a sudden, in comes this person that up front looks like, oh my gosh, they're fulfilling all those things. I'm telling you right now, not one person can complete you. Not one person can fill those voids. It's not humanly possible because each and every one of us are imperfect. We've all fallen short. We've all sinned. That's inevitable because sin entered the world back when Adam and Eve were here. So it's impossible for you to walk around and be perfect and not sin. And no one sin is worse than another. So maybe one person is lying, somebody else is gambling, somebody else is drinking. Each one, it's still sin. It just looks differently for each person. And so it's impossible for a person to fulfill all those voids. Only God can fill that. And as long as you keep searching for it in people and things and materials, you're never going to find what you're looking for. You're going to keep coming up empty and being disappointed. And you're going to keep packing in more and more unforgiveness because this person didn't measure up. This person didn't fulfill those expectations. This person didn't fill that void. It's not possible. We cannot keep putting these expectations on other humans that can never fill the voids that we're trying to fill because only God can do that. So that's what I want you to remember. Only God can fill those voids which is why you've got to find the understanding and be able to let go of the unforgiveness. Because truth be told, there are things that you've done too. 
maybe it wasn't to that specific person, but maybe you were one of those people that became hurt and so you hurt other people as well. Maybe it was your words. Maybe it was the way you treated someone. Maybe it was the things that you said or the things that you did or didn't do because you were upset of how somebody else treated you and someone, you know, following behind them had to feel the brunt of that. So you've got to think about that. Like, why do you respond the way that you do? Why do you react a certain way? What makes you feel this way or that way? Those are the things that you need to be finding understanding for yourself too. Because you've got to learn how to forgive yourself too. How often have you walked around feeling guilt and shame because of a mistake you made or something that you did and you don't know which way to turn or what to do from there? And you're stuck because you're like, man, I messed up. I messed up again. I totally get it. I have literally been there. But we've got to trust that God wipes our slate clean. When he sent Jesus to die on the cross, we were covered under the blood. And every time we make up or we mess up, we've still got to repent and come back and say, God, I'm sorry. I want to try again. And you get up each day and you try again. You can't let yesterday affect today or let today affect tomorrow. Each day is a gift. That's why it's called the present. So you've got to make the most of it. You get up and you try again each day. When you learn better and you know better, you do better. And so that's what you do. And so then you also find that understanding in other people. Because just like the people that have hurt you need forgiveness, you need forgiveness as well. And God can't forgive you if you're harboring unforgiveness to someone else. So think about yourself as well. Like every day you're coming to God asking him for forgiveness, you've got to do that same thing. And even if you never tell the person that you forgave them, if you never talk to them again, that's fine. I'm not telling you that you have to, but you've just got to be able to let it go in your heart because from your heart flows the wellsprings of life. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You have to guard your heart, but that's very hard to do if you're holding unforgiveness because then you're lashing out and the hurt is coming out in your words and your actions, the things that you do, the things that you say. You want to remove all of that so that you can have the law of kindness in your mouth and so that you can interact with people in a Christ-like manner, not where you're, everything that you say is laced with sarcasm or hurt or anger or rage or bitterness because that's not the life God intended for you. He came that we might have life and that more abundantly. And in order for you to have that, you have to let go of unforgiveness. I know I held on to it for years upon years, and I didn't even realize it until it got to a point of like, you know how they say the straw that broke the camel back or the icing on the cake. It was like it got to a point that almost like I exploded um, because I had kept packing it in, packing it in, just smile and nod, improvise, adapt, and overcome. All right, okay, we're shifting. Okay, let's go. Okay, all right, we're shifting this way. And it was just like, no, there are some things you've got to address right then in the moment, fix it, and then move forward, not keep sweeping it under the rug. You can't do that. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your emotional health. It's not good for your physical health. You've got to address it. If you see something, you say something. If there's a boundary that somebody has crossed, you communicate that and you reestablish what that boundary is and they have to respect it. And if they can't, then limit the access they have to you. Like it is that simple because the unforgiveness, I've often heard it say that it's like drinking poison 
and expecting someone else to get hurt by it. But if you drink the poison, you're the only one that's going to be hurt. The other person is going to still go on with their lives. That is exactly what it is. So you have to let go of that. You have to lay that person on the altar. If you're at a point that you can sit and talk to them and find understanding, and that's what's going to help you get to being able to forgive, then so be it. If you've got to do the research on your own, okay, so be it. Whatever it takes for you to find the ability within you to forgive and leave it on the altar and not pick it back up again, that's what you got to do. Because God gave you a purpose. He created you with a purpose. He called and chose you. And the only way you can fulfill that is if you're able to let go of the unforgiveness and of things that other people have done to you. It's not easy. I'm not telling you it's easy, but I am telling you that it's necessary. It is life or death. It is literally necessary because if you don't, it's going to keep eating away at you and you're not going to get to where he created you to be because you're going to stay stuck and stagnant in that place. So if you want to be able to move forward and become all that God created you to be, you've got to get to a place of understanding. Understanding that a lot of times it wasn't your fault. Other people made choices and you don't have control over the choices that they make. But you do have control over how you respond and what you decide to hang on to and what you decide to let go of. So that's what I want you to work on. Find understanding. Remembering that each and every one of us are a child of God. He has no respect of persons. He loves us all the same. So just like he forgives each and every one of us, we've got to forgive others as well. Even when we don't want to. Even when it hurts. And even if we feel like it's protecting us so that we don't get hurt again, it's actually not. We've got to be able to release those things to God and let him take care of everything else. He'll get vengeance. Everything you reap what you sow, the law of sowing and reaping is inevitable. So if someone else has done something wrong, consequences are coming. Every decision we make has consequences, good and bad. You've got to focus on the things that you can control and let go of the things that you can't and leave it in God's hands. So that's your focus this week, finding understanding so that you're then able to let go of unforgiveness so that you can be free to be all that God created you to be. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for your word today. We thank you, Father, for sending Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, Lord, known and unknown, even before many of us had even been formed in our mother's womb. Lord, you knew the plans that you had for us and you covered us by your blood. We thank you for your sacrifice. We thank you for salvation. We thank you, Father, for resurrection and new life in you. Thank you that former things, old things are passed away and that you are now doing a new thing in each and every one of us. Thank you for forgiving us, Father, and for helping us to forgive others, Lord. For those who are having a hard time doing that right now, Father, we just pray for your peace and comfort, Lord, that you help them to release it, Lord, that they can be free in you, that they know that they are chosen, that they are enough, that they are loved, that they are accepted, Father that in you, they are enough. May their identity be in you, not in another person, another human being, not in material things or riches or fame or anything else that's temporary and fleeting, Lord, but in you. Because we know that if we seek you first, everything else will be added unto us, Lord. So we just thank you, Father, for helping us to find understanding, to see each other as people, as children, Father, of the Most High God, Lord, and that you have no respect of persons, and that you love each and every one of us all the same, Lord. So help us to see each other in the way that you see us. Help us to use your wisdom to know when to cut things off, Father, and when to draw those boundary lines. But help us to be free 
to have liberty in you, Father, and leading and guide us in the directions that you want us to go. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'd love to continue the conversation. You can head over um, to thejourneyofyou.net and join the community. Um, love to have you there, be able to continue talking about areas that maybe you are struggling with unforgiveness or areas where you feel like you're excelling, um, but maybe you're stuck and you want to keep taking those next steps forward. It all starts in your mind. Of course, our foundational scripture is Proverbs 23, 7. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Because what you think is literally what you become. And so to help you with that, just to get your foundation started, we do have a mindset roadmap. Uh, you can find it at www.thejourneyofyou.net forward slash mindset map. It goes over 10 areas of your life that you can focus on. You know, where are you getting it right? Where do you want to work on? Where are you at present day? Where would you like to be in the future? I'd love for you to head over there now. You can download it, um, kind of walk through the exercise, see where you are at, just to see where do you want to go from here? You know, where are your thoughts really lined up with where God's taking you? And where are you like, oh, I need to nip that in the bud. <laughs> Don't worry, you're not alone. We're all works in progress, but I'd love to walk with you with it. So you can head over there, download that now. Let's get connected in the community. Until next time, remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope that you feel equipped, empowered, and encouraged to just be you authentically and unapologetically. No more merely just existing from day to day. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to remove the mask and uncover the real you. It's time to become who God created you to be and make your dash count. If you're ready to get unstuck and move forward in your God-given purpose, you can start right now. Today is the day. Head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck. Again, that's the journey of you.net forward slash get G-E-T unstuck U-N-S-T-U-C-K and begin your journey to just be you, be whole, and be free. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.